dwell it in the secret place of the Most Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most Shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise of pestilence, from the noise of pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings Shall thou trust Shall thou trust His truth shall be thy shield and buckler Thy shield and buckler His truth shall be thy shield and buckler Afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flyeth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday, nor for the destruction that wasted at noonday. shall fall at thy side and ten thousand at thy right hand but it shall not come nigh thee oh, it shall not come nigh thee only with thine eyes shall thou mule and see the reward of the wicked only with thine eyes shall thou mule and see the reward of the wicked because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For we shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. In all thy Shall bear thee up in the hands, loves this, thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and other. Tread upon the lion and other. The young lion and the dragon shall not trample on the feet, because he had set his love upon me. Therefore will I deliver him. Will I deliver him? I will set him on high. Because he had known my name, he shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him, and honor him, and honor him. With long life will I 
show him my Yeshua and show him my salvation. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Mosai shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That was called Psalm 91 by 505 Band. Beautiful music. You can find them up on YouTube, 505 Ministries. We'll put a link in the show notes. Well, welcome back, everybody, to a program we call Speak My Word. Welcome to the broadcast. Speak My Word is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davis, and we are living in the time of the end. King Vinyls. We have ignition. We will be reading tonight from the King James Edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils, and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He is coming back and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus so you don't come up short. And welcome back to Omega Man Radio. Speak my word. Father Yahovah, thank you for this opportunity to speak your word. We invite the Holy Spirit of God to come. Holy Spirit, teach us your word. Unlock new levels for us. You said in the word, ask of me and I will show you things that you know not. We're asking you to show us things that we know not today. You said in your word, ask of me and I will give you wisdom. We're asking God for a tenfold increase in wisdom, along with knowledge and understanding for myself and anyone that would desire it for themselves. In Jesus Christ's name, according to your word. Guide and direct our steps, Father God. Bless the word as it goes forth. Let it accomplish what you would have it to do tonight. Also, we put the enemy on notice tonight in the name of Jesus. We bind you, Satan. Bind every demonic force working for you. To every evil spirit under your command, to the very lowest ranking demon or imp. We bind you, rebuke you, and command you to loose your grip on anyone who is tuning in here or supposed to be here tonight. In Jesus' name. We also break any witchcraft or any curses that have been sent against any one of us. Let them boomerang and hit the demons in Jesus' name. Right now also, Father God, we just bind the strong man over the island of Bali and over 
the states where other people are tuning in worldwide. We bind every demonic force in the heavenlies, on the ground, in the water, in the air, under the earth. We bind you, wicked spirits, in Jesus' name. We ask God you lose confusion to the camp of the enemy, confound their language, that they cannot communicate, lose confusion on the enemy, God. Let them turn on themselves. In Jesus' name, we break all witchcraft, bind every demonic force coming against any of us, bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, delay coming against anyone out there or myself or our family in Jesus' name. Let every attack of the enemy be thwarted tonight in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 18. And it came to pass when he had made an end of speaking unto Saul, that the soul of Jonathan was knit with the soul of David. And Jonathan loved David as his own soul. And Saul took him that day and would let him go no more home to his father's house, speaking of David. Then Jonathan and David made a covenant because he loved him as his own soul. And Jonathan stripped himself of the robe that was upon him and gave it to David and his garments even to his sword and to his bow and to his girdle. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. That's, that's something a lot of people have forgotten how to behave themselves or how to teach children to behave. And Saul sent him over the men of war and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. And it came to pass as they came when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine that the women came out of all cities of Israel singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tabrets with joy and with instruments of music. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul hath slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. Saul was very wroth and the saying displeased him. And he said, They have ascribed unto David ten thousands and to me they have ascribed but thousands. And what can he have more but the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that David day and forward. And it came to pass on the morrow that the evil spirit from God came upon Saul. And he prophesied in the midst of the house. And David played with his hand as at other times. And there was a javelin in Saul's hand and Saul cast the javelin for he had said I will smite David even to the wall with it and David avoided out of his presence twice and Saul was afraid of David because Yahovah was with him and was departed from Saul therefore Saul removed him from him and made him captain over a thousand and went out and came in before the people. And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways, and Yahovah was with him. 
Wherefore, when Saul saw that he behaved himself very wisely, he was afraid of David. But all Israel and Judah loved David, because he went out and came in before them. And Saul said to David, Behold, my elder daughter Merab, her will I give thee to wife. Only be thou valiant for me, and fight Jehovah's battles. For Saul said, Let not my hand be upon him, but let the hand of the Philistines be upon him. David said unto Saul, Who am I? And what is my life, or my father's family in Israel, that I should be son-in-law to the king? But it came to pass at the time when Merab Saul's daughter should have been given to David, that she was given to Adriel, the Mohelathite, to wife. And Michal, Saul's daughter, loved David. And they told Saul, and this thing pleased him. And Saul said, I will give him her, that she may be a snare to him, and that the hand of the Philistines may be against him. Wherefore Saul said to David, Thou shalt this day be my son-in-law in the one of the two. And Saul commanded his servants, saying, Commune with David secretly, and say, Behold, the king hath delight in thee, and all his servants love thee. Now therefore be the king's son-in-law. Saul's servants spake these, those words in the ears of David, and David said, Seemeth it to you a light thing to be a king's son-in-law, seeing that I am a poor man, and lightly esteemed? And the servants of Saul told him, saying, On this manner spake David. And Saul said, Thus shall ye say to David, The king desireth not any dowry, but a hundred foreskins of the Philistines, to be avenged of the king's enemies. But Saul thought to make David fall by the hand of the Philistines. Wherefore David arose and went, he and his men, and slew of the Philistines two hundred men. And David brought their foreskins. And they gave them in full tally to the king, that he might be the king's son-in-law. And Saul gave him Michal, his daughter, to wife. Could you imagine that job? Collecting the foreskins of an uncircumcised Philistine. Somebody had to do that job. I don't think I'd want to do it, but nonetheless, it was like getting scalped by the First Nations in America. They would take their captives and scalp them. In this case, circumcise them, cut off that foreskin. Don't take long to do. Got the right tool, I'm sure. And then throw them in a bag. I think that Israel should begin to take foreskins of Hamas and Hezbollah. That would put fear in the ranks of the enemy. You will die, and someone will take your foreskin. Actually, I like the idea. We need to go back to scalping and taking foreskins. Put the fear of the Lord in the enemies of the Lord. Then the princes of the Philistines went forth. Excuse me, let me back up here. So, in, uh, again, wherefore David arose, he went, 
he and his men and slew of the Philistines 200 men David brought their foreskins and gave them in full tally to the king that he might be the king's son-in-law and Saul gave him a call his daughter to wife verse 28 and Saul Saul saw and knew that Yahovah was with David and that Michal Saul's daughter daughter loved him later she's going to despise him this was not a nice lady and Saul was yet the more afraid of David and Saul became David's enemy continually then the princes of the Philistines went forth and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul so that his name was much set by he was very respected among everybody even in Saul's inner court we're going to stop right there in the book of 1 Samuel now we're going to get over to the book of Mark we just finished Matthew the other day let me just double check we were over in Matthew 28 yeah that's all they've got 28 chapters Twenty-eight finished up by saying, And Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and on earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Okay. Mark chapter 1. The beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in the prophets, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare thy way before thee. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John did baptize in the wilderness, and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Think about that. Did John the Baptist say, I want everybody out there who would like to receive the Lord tonight to repeat after me and pray the sinner's prayer? No, he called people to repent of their sins. First and foremost, we need to repent of our sins. Of course, we need to acknowledge with our mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in our heart that God is raised from the dead and we'll be saved. But how do you get saved without repenting of sins? There's no remission of sins without the shedding of blood. And if Jesus hadn't shed his blood, there would be no remission of sins available for you and I. But we have to repent. The devils believe in Christ and they tremble. But just because they believe does not mean they're saved case of demons are never going to be saved there's no redemption plan for them but there is for you and I but it entails repenting of sins and being water baptized and there went out unto him all the land of Judea and they have Jerusalem Judea would be all of what some are saying is Palestine there's no Palestine it's Judea big area went out to him and were all baptized of him in the river of Jordan confessing their sins look at that 
It's a two-part process. It's not to be dunked. People are missing it. Alone. It should be a two-part deal. You confess your sins, and then you get dunked. I never saw it done that way. We've missed it. By and large in the church. But this is what they did. Baptized, submerged under the water, confessing their sins. And John was clothed with camel's hair and with a girdle of skin about his loins. And he did eat locust and wild honey. I have some wild honey downstairs. It tastes great. Sometimes I take a spoonful when I've got a craving for something sweet or need an energy burst. That'd be the right thing to do rather than go for those cookies, right? Just saying if you want to lose weight. Sometimes I fall short, though. (laughs) And preach saying, There cometh one mightier than I after me, the latchet of whose shoes I'm not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I indeed have baptized you with water. But he, speaking of Jesus, shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And it came to pass in those days that Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee, and was baptized of John in Jordan. And straightway coming up out of the water, he saw the heavens opened, and the Spirit, like a dove, descending upon him. And there came a voice from heaven, saying, Thou art my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And immediately the Spirit driveth Jesus into the wilderness. And he was there in the wilderness forty days, tempted of Satan, and was with the wild beast. And the angels ministered unto him. Now after that, John was put in prison. Jesus came into Galilee, preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, and saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent ye and believe the gospel. Once again, we've got to repent of our sins. How can there be salvation without repenting of sins? There's been no change if we're not willing to repent of our sins. And that's what we need to do, repent and believe the gospel. The good news, receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and follow him. Now, as Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. They were fishers, but he wants to make them fishermen. Fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed Jesus. And when Jesus had gone a little further thence, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who were also in the ship mending their nets. Straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants, and went after him. And they went into Capernaum. And straightway, on the Sabbath day, a Saturday, Jesus entered into the synagogue and taught. 
for they were astonished at his doctrine, for he taught them as one that had authority and not as the scribes. And there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee who thou art, the Holy One of God. And Jesus rebuked him, saying, Hold thy peace, and come out of him. And when the unclean spirit had torn him, and cried with a loud voice, he came out of him. People want demons to be quiet. Jesus didn't tell them to be quiet. Not here. The only time Jesus told the demons to be quiet is because they were broadcasting who he was. And he had a mission to complete, and they were going to cause him trouble, unnecessary trouble, by letting everybody know that he was the Son of God at that time. That's the only time Jesus told the demons to be quiet. God is not against us letting the demons speak. And, you know, if you want to try to have a quiet deliverance, that doesn't really exist. Demons aren't going to come out quietly. Just like the communists who've got control of the United States government right now aren't going to go quietly into the night. I stand by my belief that unless God intervenes, there will be a false flag between now and January. Probably much sooner. Something to try to stop Trump from getting back in office. Now you see that right there would probably disqualify me from being on YouTube, but I'm not going to be silenced. That's why we'll podcast even if we can't do it on YouTube. Okay. But demons aren't going to go quietly. Neither will the communists. They're going to put up a fight. They're going to kick and scream. But they're going to have to come out in the name of Jesus. They were all amazed. And so much that they questioned among themselves. Saying, what thing is this? What new doctrine is this? For with authority commandeth thee even the unclean spirits, and they do obey him. They've never seen anything like this before. And immediately his fame spread abroad throughout all the region round about Galilee. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever. And anon they tell him of her. And he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. And at evening, when the sun did set, this is talking about Saturday night now, they brought unto him all that were diseased, and them of that and them that were possessed with devils. Do I believe a Christian can be possessed of a devil? Of course. Possession doesn't always mean ownership. It just means who's in receipt of something at that moment? Who's got it? Got a hold of it. You can have a carjacker in control of your car. Got you bound up in the truck. 
He's driving. Foot on the pedal to the metal. Take it for a draw ride, crash into the wall. You own the car, but you're not in possession of it. He is. He's been in possession of those keys. Demon can be in any part of a person that's unsurrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. We've got Christians that speak in tongues, and they got demons too. Why? Because we're made up of body, soul, and spirit. And you can have parts of your life that are unsurrendered to the Lord, or you never got deliverance of, and there's still a demon occupying it until you pick a fight with him and cast him out in Jesus' name. Do I believe in demon possession? Absolutely. Doesn't mean they own you, but they can be hanging on to a part of you. The only people I hear balking about demon possession are Christians. And most of them don't even do deliverance or believe that Christian have a demon. So just sit down and shut up. And let's let the word speak for itself. Anybody can be possessed of a demon. But if you want to keep keep that demon, that is not advised. Repent of the sin, confront the demon and cast it out and be free in Jesus' name. And all the city was gathered together at the door. And Jesus healed many that were sick of diverse diseases. All kinds of diseases up in there. And cast out many devils. He didn't cast them away, cast them out. They were the inside. Demons are inside of you. Who have them. They got to be cast out, kicked out. Let's get over this religious pride. Oh, I can't have a demon. Christian can't have a demon. Well, that tells me you don't do deliverance. 99% of the people I prayed for were Christians. And we've cast out many demons in the name of Jesus Christ. What's the big deal? Let's get over it and get those demons out. No shame in saying you're demon-possessed. The shame is hang on to that demon, and you might very well hang on to it for a very long time if you continue with religious pride thinking you got no demons. I've never met anybody yet who didn't have a demon or more than one. And all the city was gathered together at the door, and he healed many, once again, that were sick of diverse diseases and cast out many devils. Now, pay attention to this. And suffer not the devils to speak. Period? No. Because they knew him. Now, this was a case where he told these demons to be quiet because they knew who he was. He didn't need to be hassled at this point in time. There's more work he's got to do. They can slow down his work. If they begin to broadcast that this is the Son of God. Who is God? God is a title made up of three individuals. The Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. All three are God. All three are individuals. You've got the Father, Yehovah. You've got the Son. We're talking about here, Jesus the Christ. If you speak Hebrew, Yeshua HaMashiach. And the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Godhead. It's not really complicated. But the problem is, there's confusion out there because, number one, we've not been taught the name of God the Father. His name is in the Word of God. You can read it as Jehovah in English. The actual pronunciation is Yehovah, spelled with a Y, if you want to spell it out in Hebrew. His son, Jesus, Yeshua, who is he? The Christ, the Mashiach, Messiah, and the Holy Ghost. 
They're all God. But they're individuals too. The Father has his throne. Jesus has his throne. Seated at the right hand of the Father. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost is in the world right now. The Comforter. Sent when Jesus went to back to the Father. Jesus didn't return to himself. He returned to the Father. There's not just Jesus. That's a misunderstanding of the Word of God. He's number two in the Godhead. He's the Son of Yehovah God, the only begotten Son. For God sent not His only begotten Son to condemn the world, but that through Him the world might be saved. God didn't send Himself. Yehovah didn't send Himself, in other words. He sent His Son, Jesus. They're both God. God is a title. Three individuals, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Water takes three forms. Solid, liquid, and gas, three forms, but it's still all water. One's vapor, one's liquid, one's solid. And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, Jesus went out. This will be Sunday morning now. And departed into a solitary place, and there prayed. He was looking for some peace and quiet to pray. And Simon and they that were with him followed after Jesus. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. They're looking for you. And Jesus said unto them, Let us go into the next town, towns, that I may preach there also, for therefore came I forth. And Jesus preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee, and cast out devils. Did believers have devils? Of course. And there came a leper to Jesus, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus, moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and said unto him, I will be thou clean. And as soon as Jesus had spoken, immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he was cleansed. And he straightly charged him, gave him an instruction, and forthwith sent him away. Saith unto him, See thou say nothing to any man, but go thy way, show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing those which those things which Moses commanded, for a testimony unto them. He was testifying God had healed him. But the man went out and began to publish it much. He couldn't contain himself to begin to tell everybody. And to blaze abroad the matter, this is why Jesus told the demon to shut up in that one particular case. He told this man, Not tell anyone, but go to the temple and offer up the things that Moses said to give, and thanks to the Lord when you've been healed. And because this man published it much, and to blaze abroad the matter, insomuch that Jesus could no more openly enter into the city. See, it was thwarting him, but was without in desert places, and they came to him from every quarter. He would be thronged. Some would try to assassinate him. We'll stop right there.
We did First Samuel 18 and Mark chapter 1. I hope you're enjoying this program called Speak My Word, where we go through the Word of God together with some commentary. Father Yehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your Word. It's precious. Put a hunger and a thirst in each one of us, God, that will be insatiable unless we're in the Word. We pray right now, bless everyone. Tune again, Father God, for those that need a financial miracle. We ask that you would make that miracle manifest. Let it be done, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You said you own all the cattle, and the silver and gold are yours. We're asking God that you'd bless people that they can abound to every good work. You'd have them accomplish for those needing business, better paying job, a vehicle. God, make it happen. You said, prove me here and saith the Lord, if I will not open up the storehouse of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot contain. We're asking God for you to perform your word. For those that have given to your work, where you have specified them to give. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, amen. Folks, I hope you enjoy these programs. I've got some reloaded broadcasts to upload for you. Hope you enjoy them. On many of them, the demons are crying out. Great programs to listen and learn from. That's how I learn. God bless you. We'll see you again tomorrow. God willing, 7 p.m. Eastern. Close out our week. It's almost Friday. Wow, where's the week gone? Love you all. Hope that you will share this program with as many as you can. Send them over to OmegaManRadio.com. Don't forget, for those that are on Apple iTunes, I really would appreciate if you go over there and leave us a five-star review. If you enjoy these programs or whatever review you think we deserve, put over there. Help us get the word out. God bless you all in Jesus' name. Amen. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com. You may also donate by sending check or money order to 9030 West Sahara Avenue, Suite 665, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89117. We thank you.